Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Welcome everyone to the Family Brand Show. For those of you who are listening for the first time, stoked to have you here. For those of you who are regular listeners, just, yeah, thanks for listening. It's so awesome. In our little town that we live in, the 24th of July, they have a pretty big celebration and they have a parade, fireworks, and I probably bumped into, I don't know, a handful of people, four or five people throughout the celebration this this one particular evening, a couple weeks ago. And four or five people were like, I love your podcast. I love your podcast. I'd leave you a five-star review, but I don't know how to do it. And it just was like, wow, people listen to the podcast and I'm just grateful that you listen, that you support us, that it makes a difference. And it, I was say, I even met on that same weekend, I even met someone, I, we were just walking on the sidewalk, having to be walking on the sidewalk together. And I was like, do you live here? And we just got to talking and I, and I told her I just moved here from Hawaii and she was like, oh my gosh, I know you. Like I listened to your podcast. So that was really fun to make a connection. It's like a friend of a friend, sister of a friend. Anyway. Hello. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Melissa came back to me. She's like, oh, it feels so good to be so famous. <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you know Melissa, you know she'd never say that. And it it feels good to know or to to believe that to think you're making a difference in some way. And I think for all of us, whether that's in our homes, in our marriages, in our careers, in our businesses, and and you sometimes wonder, like this thing that I'm doing that I put a lot of effort into, you hope it you hope it matters. Like you hope it makes a difference. <clears throat> and when you get little signs or evidences that it is, I think it it just makes it all feel really like worth it and rewarding. And another thing that's happened within the last couple of weeks, this uh a, a family tagged our family brand on Instagram in these stories. And it was like the one of the coolest stories we've ever heard about family brand. We've never met this family. We don't quite know how they found us. We actually have a call with them tomorrow, in fact. And they somehow found out about family brand went on our website, saw that we had a digital program, kind of a do-it-yourself. They bought our program, completed the program, went all the way through to our recommendation of actually putting their values in these beautiful frames and hanging them on their wall and creating their family brand wall. And it was just this really like beautiful post about how family brand had made a real difference for their family. And she was just on there just sharing about the transformation it had created. And I think that one really stood out to Melissa and I because... We've had, I would say at this point in time, dozens and dozens of families buy our digital program, but most of them, they knew us or we knew them. We've taken probably three groups of families now through. So they have the digital program plus some coaching and support from us in a group. And then we've taken several one-on-one families, but everyone that we've done has been connected to us somehow or like just one degree removed. I think this was one of the first times where someone that we have no connection to, we don't know them or really know anyone that they know is far as we can tell. And yeah, it's just a cool, cool win, which also makes me feel 
I'm always a little embarrassed that people say to us all the time, I had no idea that you had a digital program. I didn't know that we could go through family brand. I thought family brand was just your podcast. Like you have like coaching available for families. And so, yeah, we do. So <laughs> and our digital program is amazing. We will be starting another group here soon. We do, you know, one-on-one with families primarily right up until now. We just, it's as, as family seek us out. We haven't really proactively pushed it, but yeah, it's just, I'm just grateful for the people who support us and who support family brand and if, and to know it's making a difference for some families. That's something I actually said this week is that that's like been my favorite thing about this podcast and about family brand over the last, you know, year and a half, two years is just the cool people that you get to meet and families that you get to interact with and have like really meaningful conversations with. I don't know. I love that family brand has allowed us to, to do that. I actually think we're the biggest benefactors of family brand being out in the world. As much as people might think, oh, you're making such a difference for all these families and helping them. And I hope we are. I actually think we're the, we've benefited the most because like Melissa said, we get to meet so many cool families and we get to learn from what they're doing and be inspired by them. Totally. So today's episode, I think it's really timely with kids going back to school. I mean, it's a timely topic at any time but especially with kids going back to school. And it was inspired by a post that one of Melissa's friends did on Facebook that I thought was really awesome and useful. And we had a a really big conversation about it as a family. And I think it's really made a difference for our kids in going back to school. So I'll let Melissa talk about the post and kind of what inspired her thought around a discussion about this. Yeah. So I would like this episode to be like the basically – the conversation that we had when our kids went back to school, because I think it's an important conversation to have. There's a lot of things you can, you know, a lot of things to address at the beginning of the school year, but I think this one is super important. I also don't know that we ever say on episodes, hey, have your kids listen to this one. And for all we know, maybe you do have your kids listen to all the episodes, but this is an episode where I, if it was me, I would, I would have my kids listen to this episode because it's a lot about them. Yeah, totally. Or if not, um, for sure, have this conversation with them. Bring yeah, I think that would actually be an outcome from this is we'd hope your kids would listen to this or this would maybe cause you to have a con- an intentionally created conversation with your kids because that's what this post did for us. It had us go have a conversation with our kids that I don't think we would have had. Okay, so I'll just read the post. It's a few paragraphs long, but um, it's really good. So my so my friend, uh, we, we ran a Ragnar race together like forever ago, like 10 years ago, <laughs> but she, um, she has a daughter named Lucy and Lucy is going into high school and she, Lucy was born. Um, she doesn't say it in the post, but she, her daughter, Lucy was born very prematurely. Like I want to say it at 23 weeks. Um, and because of that has a lot of health complications anyway. So I'll just read her post. So she said, so it's a picture she put on Facebook, a picture of her daughter. She says, this is Lucy. Today, she started her first day of high school. It's also her first day back at a district school after spending six years at a school for kids with special needs. She has been a nervous wreck all summer. She's scared that the kids will make fun of her because she has cerebral palsy. She's worried they will make fun of her smaller right hand that doesn't open all the way, the way that she walks, that her body isn't shaped like she thinks it should be, that she can't do all the things that other kids can do. She's worried that they won't like her. She's worried that she won't make any friends. She's worried that her classes will be hard and she won't know where to go. 
She's worried she will have a seizure and her new teachers won't know what to do. She's worried she will miss me while she's gone. She's worried she will be lonely. These fears are in some ways unique to Lucy, but pretty similar to the fears and worries most kids and teens have. My experience has been that when people understand, they always step up. Please consider taking the time to teach your kids about other kids like Lucy. Teach them that Lucy has challenges every day that seem almost insurmountable, but the one thing she wants the most is to be loved and valued and accepted, just like everyone else. Teach them that they have the incredible power to build people up or tear them down, and they make choices with those effects every day. Be brave and reach out to those who look lonely. Teach them not to be so eager to climb the social ladder and relieve when they do that they forget what it felt like to be at the bottom. We don't lose any of our goodness by offering some of it to others. Teach them that everyone is fighting hard, unseen battles and that a smile or a wave or kind word costs them nothing but has the potential to change the trajectory of someone's day. Teach them to be open to trying to understand people's different viewpoints and backgrounds, that they don't have to agree with someone on everything to love them and appreciate what they have to offer. Please teach them not to use the R word. Teach them that while like while likely not their intention, it's hateful and hurtful to people with intellectual disabilities. Help them understand by liking it to using a slur against another minority group or an insult. Being a kid is hard. Parenting is hard. I'm failing and trying again on repeat. Kindness and love sure make it a lot easier. And I just really loved that. I just think like the beginning of school is hard. Like, well, I'm going to get emotional about it. But yeah, I th- well, I think I just keep thinking of my kids. I'm like, they're at new schools. They, I mean, they went there last semester, but I have an incoming freshman and it is hard. Like, knowing where do I fit in? Where am I going to sit at lunch? Like all those little details. But I read her post and I'm like, it's all that. And even more like all these other considerations that she has that, you know, that some of my kids don't, but it just made me think, I know sometimes we get so wrapped up in our own, you know, insecurities or worries that we don't even look outside of ourselves to see like, Oh, there's other people who are going through, hard things, hard things too. And not to, um, not to say that, you know, one person's challenge isn't valid, but just to always to teach, I wanted to teach my kids that they can make a difference at school and to look outside of themselves for people who are struggling and that they can make a huge difference at school and in, in people's lives. Yeah. It was really, Melissa read that, uh, post, to the kids and showed them a picture of Lucy. And we just had this conversation. And, and I think one of the questions we asked our, our family was, so what does Lucy want more than anything? And some of them remembered like from the post, like what she just wants to be loved and accepted for who she is. And then we, we ultimately said, yeah, she just wants to feel like she belongs. And as you, as you probably know, if you've listened to some of our episodes and if you've been through our coaching program, that's at the heart and center of everything about family brand is, can we create a culture in our homes where everyone feels like they belong, where they're loved and accepted? Can we create that in our classrooms? Can we create that in our workplaces? Because it's the number one desire that we have as human beings is to feel like we belong. And, and then we just talked about how all of us want that. Just as much as Lucy wants that, we want that. And how everyone deserves that. Like Everyone deserves to feel like they belong. Everyone deserves to be accepted and loved for who they are. And then... Another another question that we asked that led to a cool conversation is where, when have you had an opportunity to stand up for someone or go out of your way to be kind for someone or just, and our kids had experiences around it. 
you know, that we're, and we all didn't just to share, like there have been times where we've gone out of our way to include someone. We've gone out of our way to like stand up for someone. And I think the the point we were trying to make as a family is there's a difference between being willing. There's, there's a difference between I'm willing to be nice to someone like Lucy versus I'm going out of my way to look for someone like Lucy. Cause I think most of us, it's like, Oh yeah, I, I would totally like be willing to, but is it, am I looking? That's one of the questions we've been asking our kids lately. Like when they come from school is, Hey, did you, did you see a Lucy today? Did you find a Lucy? And Lucy just has become this term like for us that anyone who maybe is just needing a friend, needing support, being bullied, sad, lonely, whatever, whatever that means for whatever reason. And I think it's just been a useful, and I think it did help our kids realize like, wow, yeah, I have my own fears and concerns and nervousness about going back. And will I be, will I be accepted? And I'm not the only one. And other people have different, you know, challenges that they face. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the beginning of the year gets so busy, like signing up for things and like jumping right in. You know, I just signed up the kids for a dance class and a tumbling class. And you just get so busy, you know, full steam ahead that in in achieving things. But when I think like, what do I really want to achieve? Like, what would I really want my children to be? And I would just more than I would want them to be like great tumblers or great dancers or whatever football players. I would want them to be kind. So don't forget, I guess don't forget that conversation, like the big picture, like when, as you get busy with the school year. Yeah. It's an important conversation. It's so true though. Like it's easy to get wrapped up in the accomplishments academically or from a sport and those things are amazing. And in the end, they don't matter as much as like, were you kind? Regardless of what grade you got on your report card, were you kind to people? Regardless of how well you performed on the sports field, like, were you kind to people? One other thing that this reminds me of is I've thought a lot of la- I've thought a lot lately about kind of the purpose of my life, which I know sounds really heavy. <laughs> Been pondering the purpose of life, but just as I do different things in in my businesses, family brand personal relationships. It's like, what's, what's the common theme or the common thread? And I've recently talked to some mentors and different coaches and people I respect. And this theme has kind of emerged that where my life changed was people who helped me really discover who I am and what I stand for was like a huge gift for me. Cause there was a, for a long time, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I stood for. And that now maybe I have like the opportunity to do that for others, like help them know who they are, and what they stand for. And I guess the point I'm making is I think one of the ways we inspire our children to be kind is by creating awareness and talking to them about it. But I also think kids who know who they are, what they stand for are more likely to take a stand for others. But it's kind of hard, I think, to stand for others when you don't feel comfortable even standing for yourself. And so I think it's important too that we teach our kids. This is a conversation that we've had a lot, but just helping our kids believe that they matter, that they're worthy of belonging, that their life has meaning and purpose. Because I think someone whose kind of cup is full, it's easier for them to pour into others. But yeah, just encourage you to maybe have an intentional conversation with your family and your kids around how do we go out of our way to look, look for people. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.